It's a twofer. Twofer Media Masterminds this week. And the intro to our show was brought to you in part by the Rosebush Prick. It is an original song created by my co-host, Mr. Benny Rose. Finally did a song for the show. Welcome. I mean, the TVA is not going to like that you saying it's an original song, but sure. <laughs> well, we're not a part of the sacred timeline, obviously. Oh. Is there a sacred timeline anymore? It was. Mm-hmm. Let's, get, ah. let's get into mm-hmm. it. Ooh. Ah. Mm. Ooh. Oh, I've been so looking this, forward to this. This week, we're going to discuss the finale. Well, we already had a show for this week, so this is the second show for this week, hence the twofer. Uh, we're going to discuss the finale of Loki, maybe some possible repercussions from the finale, and Black Widow. I don't know if you want us to do Black Widow first and save Loki for a second, but yeah, either way, full, full spoiler discussion. So if you have not watched Black Widow and or Loki, I would hold off. Make sure you download it. Still download the episode. Count, count your, you know, as a listen. And... Uh, then come back to the episode or if you've watched black widow already not loki we'll do black widow first you can stop and then listen to loki so black widow thoughts should have just came out last year (laughs) (laughs) it was not it was not worth the wait in a sense um i feel like it did not need to tie into really anything else other than potentially like one scene which, you know, would that would have would that have been better to be the first one? No. So I think it makes yeah. more sense that we got you know Falcon and Winter Soldier first. So it's a good are movie. You explain, are you going to explain or? I'm I'm going to explain. <laughs> um, for those that I mean, we already prefaced the spoilers, so if if you're still yeah. listening and you haven't watched it, you're you're it's your your own damn fault. Pretty much. So we, I still don't even think it's a major spoiler either way. Like it's not anything special. Well, I think it's more of just like, it's that pre build up that we'll talk about in years to come. I feel like we always talk about the, uh, the building up, you know, for everything, the little Easter eggs that are going to plant the seeds. But, uh, you know, we've, we've talked about the Thunderbolts. We've talked about this team of, uh, you know, kind of not necessarily rogue gallery, but like, you know, just, Heroes that didn't really fulfill the hero role, almost anti-heroes in some essences, um, being recruited throughout this new uh, MCU phase, started with uh, Falcon Winter Soldier with U.S. Agent. I will slaughter her name. You probably, uh, is it Cantessa? Yeah, Valentina is probably just the easiest way to associate her with. (laughs) So, you know, Obviously, we knew that Black Widow was supposed to come out last year. I feel that if we did go with that approach and Falcon and Winter Soldier didn't come out first, it definitely wouldn't have had the same impact because we didn't really... She's not introduced. She's kind of established in the movie already. You know, like it's just quick dialogue in that after credit scene, which is important. That's what makes me think that this scene was reshot and uh, maybe the original post credits was more of an introduction to her because this is basically assuming that you have seen her already and know what she's about. Kind of know what she's about. She's still a mystery, but she's in two scenes in Falcon and Winter Soldier to kind of give you a little, just an intro to her. Like you have nothing in Black Widow other than uh, Elena saying, "Uh, Valentina, you're supposed to be leaving me alone. Like, oh, I guess she works for her then, you know? Right. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's an interesting premise because it, it's it's what we've been saying is going to happen. Like throughout the f- next couple of potential movies or shows, she's going to start nitpicking people. You know, I think we both agree, Abomination is probably on that list, and uh, Shang Chi he might get recruited like after that uh, that little underground battle that he's having with Wong. You know, there's a lot more for that to come. Uh, Thunderbolt Ross looking uh not so good i mean is that on purpose is he is he getting older i think that's also tying but for me like it was a black widow movie but there was a lot of other stuff going on and i felt a little more interested in some of the other stuff some of the other characters more than black widow 
And I don't know if that's a good thing. Um, you know, yeah. we've come to terms that obviously as of right now, you know, the character's gone. So it's not like we had hopes that yeah. like somehow she was going to be back, you know? I think it was deliberate to, to get you to, you know, be introduced to these new characters and, you know, uh, Elena taking over, right. As a new black widow, it's like, really, it's her movie. It's a passing of the torch movie. Right. It's like, uh, you know, Hogan slamming Andre. That's it's, it's, it's <laughs> build up of new characters and, you know, with red guardian and it, it's intriguing that they didn't kill anyone anyone of importance off that they can still you know carry over these characters now if they want to do a disney plus or they want to do a sequel or you know something like that and i i'm all for it i think it'd be cool to see you know, even you know the david harbour of course is gonna want what he wants but he you know he's i he's saying he pitched a uh an original for the red guardian to be have his own spin-off show right, right. yeah I mean, he didn't get as much airtime as I was kind of hoping for. You know, like, I feel like... I I kind of got what I expected out of him, I thought. I guess maybe, to clarify, I I meant more maybe in the combat combat sense. Like, there was a lot of dialogue with him. Yes. It was definitely, like, the comic relief of the movie, which is is fine. But, you know, obviously him telling telling tales of fighting Captain America and all that other stuff, you know, we know that there's a lot of fabrication to that but you really don't get to see his potential other than the one time he picks up you know the vehicle in the beginning and like a couple other times where he shows his strength but there's not much more to it than that you know he gets his ass kicked several times i know it's because he's older or whatever it is but uh you know i think it's a cool character that could be another cool filler you know for the series uh the the phase in general but what, what did you think of yelena calling him uh crimson dynamo that was hilarious because I know it ties now, into like the comics and the fact that was, the MCU is kind of made hybrids. Of the, of yeah, that's the way I took it. But other people are kind of taking it like Crimson Dynamo is legit and they're going to use that for armor wars. I kind of just took it like it was just a, an Easter egg for fans that like Whiplash was kind of a combination of Crimson Dynamo and Whiplash. And it was just like, people don't even know your name you're not red guardian like what are you crimson dynamo like i thought it was just more of a easter egg or a joke i didn't even think that to tie to armor wars i think that's really a stretch i i think it's definitely possible i didn't i really didn't think about that but yeah as we get into the loki discussion it can justify you know now that i'm thinking about it because the mcu has a way of like you said kind of creating hybrid characters and I think that that is something they could do. They could have him, you know, instead of being a super soldier, because he's not really going to, he's going to be the only super soldier. Is that going to be relevant? You know, Captain America is not a super soldier now. And, yeah. you know, if they have him basically, you know, being with Contessa as Crimson Dynamo, you could do that, like get a new identity in a sense. You know, nah, I don't, I don't see it. Well, I don't think so. I think it, it was more the way the article pitched it, which again, is not what I thought was like he was in a, a Russian team beforehand and Crimson Dynamo was another guy in the team with armor. Like, Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. No, I mean, you that know. would make more sense. Yeah. You know? And then she's just confusing him because of the red. Or yes. whatever. Right. Which, which, uh, which makes eh. sense. I, I, I laughed at my own logic, like you thinking right. he's just being called another character and it happens to be a real character and it's just a right. wick to fans really. There's a lot. There's a lot that can happen. You know, I don't think yeah. we'll get anytime soon if we do. But yeah, cool nonetheless. Yeah, but I I enjoyed it overall. Uh, I I I would say I stick with my my review as uh, it was good but not great. Uh, I didn't care. I mean, it's not a character I really care about anyway, even before the movie. But I didn't care for the Taskmaster uh, reveal to be uh, you know. Trash Panda. The, uh, the big bad's daughter who we right. thought was dead. I don't even remember his name played by uh, uh, Ray Winston. Dreskoff Dres- Dres- or something like that. Yeah. Something like whoever runs the red room. Yeah. And uh, we think we were led to believe that, you know, Natasha killed him and the daughter. And then you find that he's still alive. And then you find that the daughter's still alive and she's the taskmaster. Now I don't have a big affliction to the taskmaster in the comics. I know some people really like the character, but 
I thought it was a corny reveal. This like a little yeah, cheesy. It was, it was and, very lackluster. She doesn't die either, so she can <laughs> be around for other things and maybe show up in Hawkeye. I mean, we, we talked about the post credit scene, but we didn't mention that uh, Valentina shows to Yelena that the reason why Natasha is dead is because of Hawkeye on, on an iPad, just a picture of Hawkeye. They could I mean, you could just re- change that scene and put someone else on the iPad, put like Rick Sanchez in on the iPad. <laughs> like, this is the reason your sister's dead. Yep. <laughs> put George, George Costanza on there. <laughs> put Newman there. <laughs> Newman. It, it makes sense. I mean, look, realistically, there's so many pieces of content that we're getting in the form of other shows and movies. It's tough to to even like really grasp. It, it's it's so early in the phases, even though we've gotten I feel like yeah. we've gotten a good chunk of stuff to lead the way. Um my big thing with Taskmaster as a character is my knowledge of the character comes from the games, unfortunately, mostly um, yep, some some of the animated shows, and he reminds me of a little bit of a, a more sane Deadpool, you know, as far as not necessarily comic relief, but snarky, you know, obviously very smart, but very over overly confident in their um, in their means as far as what they're capable of. I know that he has got done done a lot with like Spider Man and a bunch of other characters, so I felt that this continues the trend of lackluster Marvel uh, villains in the MCU, (laughs) you know, like they had a good opportunity and I had thought I had read something like maybe half a year ago and that the reveal of the character was not her, that it was that guy from the beginning that was helping her. And Mm -hmm. that's what I thought it was going throughout the whole movie. So that was, that was the only good thing was like, I was genuinely surprised yeah, maybe um, that, that might have been the, the part of the reason why they even had that character in there, just to kind of trick you into thinking maybe he was right. Because I think I was I well, I was reading an article, I didn't get to finish it, but it was talking about that when he went for the role, he originally got hired on for a different role. And I don't know if maybe there was consideration that it was gonna be him. But if you watch the beginning, like I only watched the movie once, but like when he first gives Natasha like the the place she's staying and all that other stuff. The fact that like, as soon as she gets that box and she leaves Taskmaster's there. So, yeah, I mean, I know that they're, they definitely planted the seed to throw you off, but it's just like, it's so, it's so weird. Like he's the only one that knows she's there. Now all of a sudden, you know, she's there. The thing had some form of tracking on it. The, the, the serum or whatever you want to call that stuff. The, the mist, the red mist. Yeah. Fair enough. But yeah, I mean, it would. I feel like it would have been cooler to have that character. I felt there would have been a bigger dynamic change. But at the same time, I know that the point that they were going after was this was that dark past that she's always, you know, not not spoken about and only Clint knew about. You know, the right. thing she regrets. And we learn about we learn about what happened in Budapest now, right? Which was them going to kill, you know, this guy from the the head of the red room. Uh, the stakes are very small in this movie. I, I don't mind it. I, like I said, it's good, but not great. But it, it doesn't seem like outside of the post credit doesn't really seem like it has a lot of implications for the MCU, especially compared to what we were, we're going to talk about with Loki. Right. Uh, and for a movie, you think the movies, you know, have more more of an implication towards the future of the MCU. That's the way we were, were told it was going to be, you know, uh, based on movies would be more of the what you have to watch as opposed to the TV shows. But now I'm starting to think that that may not be the case, especially again, following Loki. I think for her, it might be like that gray area because this was like a, this is like a movie they've discussed that they were going to do for years and they obviously held off for so long. So I think their initial plan was most likely to do it when she was still around to make the character more relevant but obviously she got tired of the role. Like she, she got over it. So I think that's really what's happened here. Like for me, I'm not a big Black Widow fan. So, but I don't feel that we got the closure that the, maybe the character needs, you know, like the way it ended was very abrupt in a yeah. sense. Like, you know, she is with, you know, as every, all the soldiers are showing up, you don't know what happens after that. 
And then fast forward and she's already, she's wearing the jacket, her hair's blonde. You know, it's a couple yeah. weeks later. Was there any repercussions for that? Like, was she ever, was she taken in? Right. Did they make a deal with her? Like, I feel like those are like, those are the tidbits that we probably would want to see versus yeah. a lot she, of the She's dead nonsense. already, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> well, I know that she was obviously going to break her buddies out of prison. <laughs> yes. Because that's, again, yeah, like you said. I mean, she, it's here in no theory. In theory, any of these characters now can show back up if they want to because of the multiverse stuff. So it might not be the end for many of the characters. I, I would assume they're going to keep them away for a while, but now they have a excuse to bring any, anyone back if they want to and me, you know, another multiverse or just like in Endgame where Gamora, you know, Gamora dies in Infinity War and she's brought back in Endgame as a different Gamora from a different timeline. And we don't know if the TVA ever went after her. Yeah. I mean, right. maybe that was what was supposed to happen. <laughs> Which is a, is a stretch that everything was supposed to happen. But right. according to one man's, he who remains. Let's let's go into Loki. I mean, yeah, unless you have, any, you have anything else to talk about with Black Widow. The action was cool. I felt that the end was very predictable. Um, yeah. It was overly over the top on the action I feel a bit at the end like it felt a little slow at a point which I felt was expected for the movie to tell the story but then it's just like over the top like I know she she's been able to do some crazy stuff but I feel like that whole ending sequence with that with the thing like crashing down and flying yeah. in the air and everything it was yeah. a bit of a stretch for me you know <laughs> so outside it, of that uh, yeah. I thought the chemistry and everything was good in it uh I I I agree to an extent that they probably could have just put it out last year, but then they wouldn't have gotten any, any theatrical money. And as we talked last show, you know, opening weekend got at least 80 million and then 60 million Disney plus, maybe they would have got a little bit more Disney plus, but I still don't think they would have made as much money. So in the, in the end, it probably ends up being a better call that they held off. Yeah. From, from a money standpoint, but I feel oh, of like, course. For, well, that's what it comes us. down to. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's fine. You know, uh, it was it was nice to watch. I, I'm I, actually happy I didn't go to the theater to see it. I would have. Oh, no, I would have been disappointed. I ended up seeing another movie with my son. <laughs> it's no Wonder Woman 84, but, you know, thank God. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so this is why we Loki, here. the finale. Was it everything you hoped for? I think so. <laughs> I think so. I, I agree I that we had a lot of our thoughts in there. There was good hybrid thoughts on what was happening. And I think everybody got fooled for the most part, you know, because, but the one thing I want to say is we always talk about like those couple of times when we're right. You know, the one thing I did say was we talked about how if they're going to bring Kang in, Kang is going to be in a TV-esque version. We're not going to get, this big bad Kang that we're going to be getting in the big budget movie, Ant-Man, even though these, I know the shows are higher budget, but we got like a taste, you know, and we got a form of him in, in a, you know, I feel like a watered down version because it's not the same Kang potentially or Kangs that we're going to see in potential armor and much more menacing. You know, this was like, like you said, uh, the name, you know, he is somebody that's been there for a long time. He's very, like, loose, chill. Joker. Calm. Joker Kang. Sure. Sure. His name is never mentioned in the episode also. For the obvious reasons, I think, you know, because <laughs> know. because it, this is we knew that he's coming in, in Quantum Media. Like we've said, you want his debut to be big, right? But just like Thanos, we paved the way and we've always paved the way with little trinkets and little tidbits here and there. Oh, I think this is way more than little tidbits. They laid out his whole his whole story. And this is essential viewing. Like if you just wait for him to show up in one of these other movies, you're not getting the same backstory that you're getting in, in the Loki show. So no, I think I it's still way more than Thanos. Well, I, I think it's also it's a different approach because we are stepping. Oh, it definitely in, different in uncharted territory. And it's also theoretically we didn't get Kang's master plan because the Kang that is going to have the master plan we haven't met yet, you know. Right. But we got a yeah, heads but up. We of still what's got coming. we got the story as to how 
yes. and what they're actually up to, essentially, right. what they're up to. And this Which tank was kind of keeping the others at bay by having a sacred timeline where he becomes the, the, the end-all, be-all at the end of time, right? I mean, that's the way I took it, right. where his timeline makes sure that none of them can get escape from their areas and, and their realities, and he keeps where he needs to keep everything in line so he be- he becomes the end of time he's the one there still waiting for loki and selfie at the end so there's that i have i have i'm sure we both have nine million questions obviously you know what i mean as we end a show like that the way it ended but a couple of really important ones i feel the most important one is the kang from the sacred timeline you know did he prune him is he the sacred timeline look um you know uh kang we don't know you know what i mean because just because he created well, he, a timeline doesn't made, necessarily yeah, he made the timeline so i would assume he's he's, he's ours from that timeline i would assume he's the future kang right he's the one that well that... he talked he talked about the one from the 31st century he said it was not him which is him well no, he no, said no. it wasn't i think he said it was he, he said no he said it all started with version of myself from the 31st century creating this stuff and then others started creating it as well it's it yeah, became but then, a he, then when he says about taming the 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 the, the what the creature the violent lion lion whatever well yeah he's the one that he says end, it was him right he's the one at the end that 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 stopped everything but he's not the one that started the idea of time travel and changing things. That's what he's I saying. Know. He's saying I, think, I, I, I think it needs to be rewatched. I think he... I, 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 he, he I didn't get to watch the second it. time, but that was, the, that was as far as I got before when I was eating. He literally said that because he didn't use the term variance. He said there's, there's another version of myself from the 31st century. So almost like he mentioned it like, like that, that's Kang Prime that started it all where he started creating things. And then he said, then other Kangs and parallels, well, other, you know, him started doing the same thing. Cause he's using like the little clay to tell the no, story. I, I remember the scene. I still think that he is that Kang. I, I just, that's the way I took it because he doesn't reference himself as any of those characters at any point other than the, the Lyoth. Well, I feel he mentions himself once it becomes, once the war is brought up and he is one of the ones that decided to start to try to stop, but he's the one that was able to tame Eliath and use the power to end the war. Because he did say that there was a couple others that were trying to do it, but not everyone. He was pure of heart. That was the big Well, thing. and we're also taking his word for it. Of course. Of course. So that's why I said like, you know, he's there's always going to be his version, your version, and the truth. You know what I mean? He said no more lies towards the end of his dialogue before he was stabbed. So we can definitely be living with some stretches in there. You know, at the end of the day, he wasn't really concerned until the flow of time continued when he realized that he was at his peak. He he also, well, and he also, which makes me think he's, he is the original. He goes on about how old he is. He's like, I don't look that old, but like, he looked like he was done. He looked like he was done. in. it was right. You know, so, I mean, it could be that, and that's fine. I don't think that's going to really change the perspective. You know, I think the the thing that we really need to discuss now is obviously the can of worms have been opened. That's really yes. where we're at. You know, we talked about, we knew the multiverse was coming. There's been a lot of questions. Is this going to be this? Certain people of the show that listen said, nah, it's not going to happen. It's happening. Well, you know, is this what's good? And this is rough because, like, is Shang Chi and and Eternals gonna follow this? No, probably right because those two were supposed to come out before this. So are I they think, gonna have like a reference to say that they took place before this happens? I, I mean, we don't really fully know. Yeah, I think it's just where, like Black Widow. Black, yeah, Black Widow falls prior as well. I think the next connective tissue is well, Black I Widow say. is way before because Black Widow is before right. Infinity War. Right. The other well, two are saying. not going to be before Thanos. I think there's a good chance that they'll be probably like right after maybe. But the main thing, yeah, the main challenge, we, we, we don't know. We have no idea because like we've said before with the TVA, we're kind of out of time, you know, in theory. 
So we don't yeah. know where things are going to start affecting, you know. But think about the logic here with the timeline doing what it's doing now, branching upon branching, it's going to be affecting all of time, past and present. So I think if this was all in place, you know, with Marvel when they were making those other movies, whether they were written before or not, we may start getting hints of other stuff in those movies that tie into it. Like, you know, um, I don't want to say Nexus events because I don't know if it would be that big, you know, but they're not going to be Nexus events because it's not going to, the TVA is not going to potentially come in or they might based on yeah. the ending, you know, but the, but that's, but I that, think that to me, it was a different TVA. Yes. And I think that was, that's, that's part of the multiverse. That's a branch, yeah. you know, and I think that's a branch that's more of accepting the branches. They said, do you want to do, does, do they want to let it go? And I think they do, you know, as far as letting them continue to branch. So, you know, this could be the way that they wish wishful thinking this is where they could start teasing characters for stuff that we, you know, we want that are not necessarily in future movies. You know, like I heard rumors, probably BS with Captain Marvel having Rogue in the movie, stuff like that. Um, Black Panda, Wakanda Forever having Storm in it, potentially. You know, obviously, I think a lot of that's a stretch, but Marvel is notorious for throwing stuff in early, early on. You know what I mean? If you want justification, they could do whatever the hell they want now. Now there's nothing that can hold them back. Yeah, but they need they need still if they're going to introduce mutants, it has to be done the right way. It, it can't just be like, oh, there's a mutant in this movie. Oh, there's a mutant in this movie. No, it needs to be. Of course. So and I, and I, with, yeah. all, with all the care that these movies have been given, you can't just haphazardly throw in other characters. I feel like they have to be in, like I could see them doing bringing Fantastic Four in, but I still feel like they're going to have to take Just care to, to actually bring in. in how they're being brought in yeah which like, i think we both said having them be stuck in the quantum realm would make a lot of sense yeah right? i mean but now the, the the multiverse thing is an easy excuse for anybody and anyone to come right. in now the way the way they've branched and now we're even seeing an alternate tva so like you know that they were going to see alternate things now right i mean spider-man for sure is is having these other characters there's no reason there's no way on earth that they're not having the other movie characters in them and the other movie spider-man probably as well uh, the villain for joe? sure you hear that joe <laughs> joe i yeah, hope he's he's, he's starting to i think he's starting to come around on it now because it, it's it's almost impossible that it's not going to feature any of these other characters it's really exciting but uh Really the, the the Loki the, the TVA that Loki ends up at it looks like is of the dimension or the reality that Kang is a conqueror because this, that's the statue that we see at the end and right. uh, I don't know will we see the Loki show before Ant-Man even comes out the Loki season 2 which was our post credit scene first Marvel show to really have a non-existent post credit just telling you season 2 it, it felt like the Mandalorian Exactly. With the Boba Fett scene. That's exactly what I thought. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I think that we'll probably get the show next year. Yeah, that's what I would assume. Around, also. around this time, you know, if not like September, October. You right. know, which would be before Ant-Man still. Yeah, because it's 2023. So, yeah. <sighs> I Like you said, it's and you tough. don't know which Kang you're going to even get in Ant-Man now. Exactly. If the if they're gonna do all these different versions, I mean, there are all different versions of Kang in the comic as well. So it doesn't necessarily they can they can. Uh, I think Jonathan Majors is the actor. He can he can just play it many different ways, which is awesome, because then you know find the right one. It's almost like right. trial and error. Yeah. Because I mean, what but, did you what did you feel about the character? That's that's something you know the way he portrayed. Uh, you know, this I, version. I went. Once he laid out the story of multiple Kangs and all this, I said, well, this I thought to myself almost immediately that this Kang was going to die. I said, this is not the Kang. This is not going to be our menacing big bad for the next phase or phases. There's no way this Kang is he, he's going to. And that's what happened. I, I thought for sure. I'm like, he's he's too he's too wonky and jokey. That's not menacing enough to be right. the Kang. And 
And that's why I feel like it was good that they laid down the groundwork that like, oh, well, you want to deal with the, just the one devil in me or you want to deal with the other devils and the other guys are worse. Infinite. Let me tell you, the other guys are worse. Which so. is crazy, you know, like it's it's scary when you think about it that way. It's as simple as it yeah. sounds, you know, we we really have no idea what Marvel is capable of when it comes to something like that, because Marvel's notorious for one and done villains, you know, like usually yeah. killing the villains off. So this gives us a whole new way to approach that. So, you know, we could we could I'm... have one and get killed at the end of season two, Loki, you know, as well. Yeah. I'm thrilled that it wasn't any of the other things that we uh, theories that popped up. Uh, all the breadcrumbs were there and it doesn't need to be a total shock as to who it was. I thought it was fine. And that's what I, as I said, the last show, I was still thinking it was Kang and I was hopeful it was. And, and it was, it may be a little bit of a different spin. It wasn't the one that we probably be getting throughout the, the next movies. And maybe he'll show up in Dr. Strange. There's a rumor now that, uh, Tom Hiddleston is going to turn up in Doctor Strange also. Right. So will that be this Loki or another Loki for another, you know, so there's so many things now that you can with all this branching stuff and it really uh, I really don't know what to expect. It's now. Wild. I, it's wild. I, yeah, I, I, I'm still hopeful that we get to see like Hugh Jackman somehow as old man Logan or something. But I mean, to me, this this all leads to a Secret Wars movie for the, the new style Secret Wars, not the old Secret Wars from the 80s, but the Secret Wars that they did relatively recently with all the multiverses battling each other. That's right. that's to me where this ends up going. They need to secure enough uh, actors and stuff to make it feel like a multi-dimensional movie, though. So that's where I think they'll need the Fox characters and they'll need something like... They need a few people to probably sign on so they can make that epic battle i mean it'll never equal end game but to if if that's where they're looking to go they need they need character they need like m maybe fast binder as magneto they need some characters from the other movies maybe even some of the sony like venom some of the sony spider-man characters just make it all if that's one. if that's where they're looking to go i don't know right well it gives it gives that flexibility now which is great yeah obviously we know sony and, and disney have their little deals that they worked out and you know, the fact that, um, you know, Spider-Man of the last movie is going to be his last movie on his contract. I'm sure they'll find some way to connect that. But I think Sony's planning on doing stuff with him without Marvel. Right. As far as, you know, like I, I think I think movies. the deal has been I think the deal has been extended. OK, so, so that'll, be, that'll be good. It's been very it's been very quiet. There was an interview with Kevin Feige that I saw. Well, he discussed a lot of stuff about the phase and he was talking about how Sony and Disney and even Tom Holland got all together and, and they worked it out. And it's like, well, we have fun doing these things. Why can't we do more of them? Like, let's put all the BS aside. So that's what makes it seem like maybe they've hammered out a good enough arrangement. And uh, I remember when they made they made the initial deal for this. I mean, we don't see anything official, obviously, but when they made the deal for this, it was, it was reported that this movie and he would show up in another movie. So we haven't seen that other movie yet either way, whether right. that's Dr. Strange or that's something else. I mean, that would still be on his tentative list of, of things that he'd have to appear in. Right. Right. I feel like that makes the most sense if, especially if, if strange is in his movie, you know? Yeah. But how many, how many different people are going to show up in that movie? Well, I mean, we, right now when you have a movie called multiverse of madness, that movie's yeah. gonna be full of characters, you know. Yeah, I just feel like if that's like almost the the next movie after Spider Man, you don't want to like rehash the Spider Man movie, right? I mean, that's just my opinion on it. Well, he can he can definitely be more of like a backseat driver on it, you know what I mean? And more of just like a helpful, you know, kind of. I potentially let's just look at the way Peter Parker is, you know, like he can be in that learn his lesson mode, you know, where he yeah, can actually I, be helpful. Let me. Let me throw my wild out there theory. It's almost like an Ultron theory. So the end of No Way Home, Peter is not home. He's in a different timeline. So Loki season two has Peter, our Peter, and he has to help him get get back to his timeline. 
be two characters that haven't interacted with each other, very different kind of personalities, and think that would make for some interesting uh, TV. That'd be bold. <laughs> I'm, I, I'd be all for it. It would definitely be different. I think outside that, of that, I would love to see him in Fantastic Four, but it depends where we're getting that Fantastic Four movie. Bagman. <laughs> yeah. Get Bagman. That'd be awesome. So, yeah, I mean, look, the biggest question I feel like I have that should have been answered is why all the Lokis? Because we don't really talk about many other characters getting pruned at the, at the scale of Lokis. Yeah. Because we ended up in the void. We found no other characters existing other than Lokis. Well, I, Lokis I always survive. I, that's a, I, I get that. You know what I mean? But like, well, it's and just, the, Loki, the Lokis always seem to deviate. They always find their way out of things, even if it's, I guess it's supposed to be like the, their course of action. But we still don't know what, what Sylphie's uh, Nexus event was. You know, right. she asks the, the judge and she says, I forgot. And, you know, she, which I didn't believe for a second. So right. there's still, and then she left as well. Yeah, where the hell Through is Tempad, right? She, well, she was given, Kang gave her something. Because she missed Minute, yes. who I also said, as soon right, as I right. saw her, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, it's not going to be her, but it's going to be her. And like, yeah, you know, it was cool to see that, like, she's she's kind of running, running stuff because she's the eyes and the ears, even though she's an AI. You know, she's the one that's because if he's in there, nobody knows he exists. You yeah. know, he, she handles everything. I, that's why as soon as I knew when she was going through the stuff, she's like, just a minute, hon. She couldn't. She wasn't pulling it up. I'm like, she's up to no good. She knows. She's like, I ain't showing you this shit. You ain't getting none of this. <laughs> but yeah, Renslayer disappearing is definitely, uh, you know, a big question. I'm sure she'll she'll come back. You know, to some degree. Yeah. We also there was we talked about she had somebody on the side. Remember, we don't know who that was. We never saw. We were never told. Like she had. Uh, like um, she had somebody working in the background, like you said, like one of the earlier episodes. We were like, oh, it's got to be Kang. But she's never, it, it was never shown. I, I thought it might have been B15, and it wasn't because B15. I don't was just, yeah, like I early don't on, she was, I think she was talking to Mo, um, was it maybe Mobius or somebody else? And she said something about having, like, you know, a hookup or something, you know, like somebody that can give her information. And that person was never, I got to go back. We have to bring it up again. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I feel like I kept waiting. I'm like, all right, she's playing everybody for so long that she doesn't know. She doesn't know. But as soon as she said it to Miss Minutes, I'm, but she said it to Miss Minutes, who, you know, yeah. like when she's like, he wants you to read this, who, bye, hun, you know, like that's it. Yeah. So right there, I was like, all right, she has no fucking idea. She thinks she knows. She knows more than most. Obviously, she knew about the void and stuff like that. Doesn't seem like she knew about Eliath, but she knew about where everything gets pruned. So who divulged that information to her? You know, was it Miss yeah. Minutes? We don't know. So lots of questions. Not probably not going to get answers to 90% of them until like another year or two. <laughs> I mean, it's it makes that. me really excited for Spider-Man at this point. Really yeah. excited. But, you know, now we have filler. But here's another theory yeah. that I brought up. We don't up. know if, if it's filler or not, but okay. Well, Eternals, Eternals to me is filler, without a doubt. <laughs> it I might have, have bigger impl implications. It could introduce a different Kang to us. They could be from another part of the multiverse. They might not be on this sacred this timeline. That's why they didn't interfere in any Avenger events. Clever girl. Clever girl. <laughs> but what I wanted to say, which is even better what if what if it's going to be canon to the multiverse i said it before and i'm saying it now and that's why this that's why that show is next because that's going to be the first sign of impl implications of what's happening to the branch timelines and this is stuff that's going to be that's part of the multiverse now it is what if because yeah. it's like what if what if what if but, this happened but it's like it did happen in this core branch timeline over here you know what yeah. i mean like if we didn't have Loki and what if happened, I'd be with you. I'd be like, it's just another show. It's all connected. You know that better than anybody. 
You know what I mean? It's and still, I feel like I feel like there might be something in there that might bring us something else. Like we might get some so. of that. Okay. That's what my point is. Is it gonna be that like it's just like looking into one of these branching things and not being tied to anything else. It's just giving you a thought of what if this car what if you know Peggy became Captain Captain Britain or whatever she becomes, Captain Carter. But then that's it. You'll never hear or see from her ever again. And then by the time this these this phase or the next phases are over, the timeline will be back and there won't be any multiverses. So then is it canon? But do you think they're going to change the multiverse at this point? I think that by the you know, obviously we're we're talking eight years, nine years down the line at this point. But well, it needs to be tidied up. They can't have multiple versions of multiple characters forever. Well, well, I was going to say, I think they, they, they will definitely be able to tidy it up but I think they'll find a way for it to coexist because then what's going to happen to all these characters we care about. You know, if you start bringing in all these new characters, unless you mean like the existing ones that come in just for like screen time, like you said, potential Fox characters, Sony characters, people in spandex, like classic Loki, like we bring out friggin' uh, Australian Wolverine, for example, you know, like stuff like I, that. I think some characters will stay and they'll they'll find a way. That's where these writers get paid millions of dollars. They'll find a way to to work them in. But I don't think any of the things from what if will. Fair enough. That's just my I, thought, especially. No, I, I, because, I think it makes sense because it's but, animated, too. And well, not even beyond that, but like you, it's from the comic. The what if comics never end up being canon. They're they're strictly one off one ifs. What ifs, right. you know, like they're never ever meant I, to be you know, continuations of those stories. Right. No, I get that. And I, and I I can agree with you on that. I do think that, you know, and I guess my terminology of it being Canon is more of like, it's, it's a justified reason to tell these stories now than you would have told them last year. You know what I mean? It fits better now into the, the time into a Loki, but we also don't know yet how the episodes end. Uh, the end of the episodes, the watcher ending that t- that story, you know, like is saying killing the storyline and killing the timeline. Then then it's literally a real one off that they would never be able to c- continue anything off of. Right. Yeah, that so was really big, we have to see the big how question when I have. We don't know how the show is going to even be formatted. Is it one, two stories? Is it everything in one shot? Probably not. But time will tell. I just I needed to bring that up because as soon as I saw it, I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes. Somehow it's connected. <laughs> yeah, man. So so much. So much good stuff. The show was definitely the best of the three, in my opinion. I was going to ask you. This is what I wanted to ask you towards the end was. So we've seen four items from phase four, right? One movie and three TV shows. Give us your ranking of, of the four. Loki, WandaVision, Black Widow, Falcon with the Soldier. Okay. We're exact. We are exactly the same. Our timeline is perfectly in sync right now. It's sacred. (laughs) I agree with you. I I was leaning towards WandaVision going into episode five of Loki and Loki stick the landing that it it surpassed WandaVision for me. Not by a a ton because I really, really like WandaVision. So uh, it's a very close one and two. And then very distant three and four, in my opinion. I think the main reason that it surpassed it for me was because it really has begun to pave the way for something that we've been so excited for for so long. Yeah. With WandaVision, we have we 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 have ideas of what where it's going, but we don't know where it's going. We know that we're she's gonna look for the kids, but how is that affecting everything? I think it's more of you know, potentially. I think I enjoyed WandaVision more for the other stuff that how different it was, how it had the sitcom episodes that were literally straight up sitcom episodes with no nothing from the outside world. And then they mixed in the outside world and then uh, Agatha. And, you know, like I, I just felt like it was such a different show. Now, this also, I mean, is a completely different feeling show. But I don't know. It's just the way that maybe and that it was the first Marvel thing we had watched in such a long time. The Ralph Boner thing probably sticks that, in my craw a little bit. Oh, it's that, always that, you know, I get it. They could still fix it. They could still fix it. 
He's still he's Ralph Bone. He's not Ralph Bone. He's Quicksilver. <laughs> I don't give a shit what they say. He is a variant. Because now we but, can call uh, him a variant. <laughs> Loki is the is the best right now. And then we'll go into Shang Chi, into Eternals, into Spider Man, rounding out the year, and we'll see where we stand with this phase at that point. Yeah, I'm excited. I feel. Do you think we're going to see any other characters in Shang Chi? Other than oh, I mean, we've seen two in the trailer. Two other characters. I would say maybe one more character. I was talking to Joe before uh, before we recorded, and I usually don't talk to him about these things before we record. I let him listen to the podcast and then we discuss. But I wanted to talk to someone after watching the episode and we were talking about I said, I think no one is off limits for now for the multiverse stuff. I think they'll cross over potentially with anything. And, you know, it becomes a joke where Joe's like, oh, well, 70s Spider-Man and 90s Cap and like David Hasselhoff, Nick Fury. And I said, all of those. No, except David Hasselhoff, Nick Fury. They should definitely throw the Hoff in there as Nick Fury, just in a scene maybe where he introduces himself or or he's on a helicarrier or he's with a different Maria Hill or just something. That would be a really, really cool reference, especially because he kind of looks like the comic book old Fury, especially now that he's older. Give me Dolph Lundgren Punisher then. <laughs> no, I don't want that. Fucking cowards. Stick with, stick with the guy from Netflix. <laughs> well, I even like the, the last guy. The one before him, this is a war zone movie. I forget who that the actor is. The really, really yeah. bloody Punisher. Yeah. Eh. He was he was good. He was good. Thomas Jane, not so much. No. No. And how about, how about Netflix? Netflix? could be Daredevil. But then we gotta get Wesley Snipes' Blade. Have to. <laughs> well, we're already <laughs> getting Mahershala Ma- Ma- Ali as Blade. But if that movie's gonna come out while this is still going on, you could have both of them in the movie, which people would go fucking nuts for. Oh my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would make just George Lucas cream, cream in his pants. Cream, cream, cream. <laughs> uh, fanboys and everyone can now, well, we're fanboys, so we're not trying to insult anyone, but everyone can now go crazy with theories and really out there. How about so, it? Yeah. Yeah. Floodgates are open, and I'm all for it. I'm ready to get wet. <laughs> More ways than one. Oh yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I still think Spider Man. Pair of underwear. Spider Man's probably going to be the next time we really dive into this stuff, though. I don't know how much Eternals and Shang Chi will be. And I really but, think both of those need to show up on Disney Plus still. Yeah, that's that's going to be the big question now because we're what a month away. Maybe it's no two months away from saying less right? than two months, less than two months. Uh, I mean, I feel like remind me because you said it before, which which was the bigger money uh, grab for Black Widow, the Disney plus or the theater theater. OK, so the theater made more so they could go that route and maybe do another hybrid. What do you think? Like when they do it 30 days later, do you think they'd try they, that? They've already They've already said that they were going to put it out on Disney Plus 30 days later, like included 30 days later. So I would think they would change it and let you buy it. But 30 days isn't very long unless they change that strategy. I I, what I would say is uh, probably forget, like you ever said, the 30 day thing and then put the movie out. I think it comes out like September 9th or 10th. Put it out the 10th and then Disney Plus like the 17th. Give a week to the theaters. If people want to really see it that badly right away, they'll go that opening weekend. If not, it'll be on Disney Plus the following week. It's a smart move. I mean, I feel like I might go to see that in the theater more so. Because like I said, with Black Widow, it's an established character. It's We knew the character wasn't around. So like you said, there, isn't, there wasn't a lot of, you know, the, the expectations were low for me at least. But it would have yeah. been just nice to see another Marvel movie in the theater. Shang-Chi, like I told you, my biggest gripe with the movie is because of my knowledge, and I believe you said the same with yours with Mandarin, is it's relatable to Iron Man and that that's how we know the character. And the fact that Tony is not around, you know, is it going to 
is the Mandarin going to feel the same way? Is it going to even be the Mandarin that we we potentially know? Probably not. Yeah. You know, I think it's just like another another telling of that version. I feel like your boy might show up from Iron Man three, the actor. I feel like somehow he'll be brought up. I I hope they do something at least. But I was saying, I I'm. I'm still not in a rush to go back to the theater and nothing has made me want to go back to the theater yet. I'm not right. saying I ne- I will never go back to the theater, but I was looking at the prices for the private rentals again. And I mean, this they fluctuate every week. It seems like they change, but at AMC right now you can rent uh, a private theater to see black widow uh, at a theater near me. Not every single theater is the same and it's only $150, which is cheap for a brand new movie. I think it's the cheapest right. I've ever seen. So if you had a few friends that you wanted to split that with, see that I would consider for Shang-Chi. If it was that cheap and you had enough enough people to make it reasonable, you know, where whereas you're only maybe spending 30, 40 bucks a couple and you could see it on the big screen, you know, something like that, I, I would be for that. But as it stands right now, I mean, things can still be different in September. We thought we were out of the woods and it looks like we're not. Uh, if things are exactly the same as they are now, I probably wouldn't go see it in the movie theater. Got it. But if it was Spider-Man, I might take my chances. Like, uh, you know, it's two yeah, different, it's different type yeah, of totally. movies. Yeah. December is going to be tough and it's Christmas time too. Yeah. You know, so you know that it's going to be crazy to see that and, movie at that time too. And it's even though it's Marvel Studios, it's Sony. So it will not be on Disney+. Plus. Right. So theaters Thanks might down. be the only way to see it. Yeah. I think at that point, you know, like we said, unless things start going out of control again, which we don't know, but, you know, we can have our hopes that uh, things get manageable and maintained. But yeah, time will tell. I think, uh, I think Shang-T will have enough for, you know, to keep us, going you know until we uh well we'll we'll have what if and then who knows maybe we'll have another show that they're they haven't you know like ms marvel maybe that'll be like a november december show who i i don't know maybe because i was gonna say like january or something or we're supposed to get i thought we were gonna get hawkeye this year is that not happening really don't know the timetable now we went through all this i feel like the on the last spoiler cast right because I know the dates keep changing, so it's tough. Yeah. I really, I think that when it comes down to, you know, it all has to make sense within the story, obviously. But, like, I know that there, what is it, like, five or six shows that are in the works? But, like, a lot, not all of them oh, started Way filming, more than right? that. Way more than that now. Uh, so, Hawkeye does say, I mean, this is on a third-party site. It's on CNET. Uh, it says late 2021 for Hawkeye and late 2021 for Ms. Marvel. Okay. So who knows? Moon Knight 2022, She-Hulk 2022, Secret Invasion 2022, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special would be late 2022. Then also announced is Ironheart with no date, Armor Wars, no date, Untitled Wakanda series, no date. Got it. That's a lot. <laughs> yes. And, and, Blade, and Blade's a movie, right? Not a show. Yes. Blade's a movie, and I don't think it's part of Phase 4 anyway. Right. But there was also something that I saw maybe a week or two ago that said that like they're making stuff that hasn't even been announced yet, and they're already like working on it. So... Yeah. It's crazy. It's <laughs> overload. It's Marvel but, overload. You know? before, we, before we wrap up, though, did you watch the uh, trailer with Deadpool and Korg. Loved it. So good. So it, Deadpool is, I hate that's, that people are saying officially in the MCU, but he's kind well, of sort of in the MCU. Well, the MC, the, the multiverse now exists. So <laughs> that could just be a branching timeline too. My, my hung out. <laughs> back, back into Pop's radical theory corner. What if Deadpool is in Thor Love and Thunder? That'd be amazing. I mean, they're friends, obviously. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and Taika Waititi are friends, obviously. They've been in multiple movies together. Uh, They shot this scene, and they did all the CGI work for Korg. I mean, 
it may it may just be enough to be uh that he's in there yeah. for a, a cameo or something i mean taika has come out and said this week that like this is the craziest movie he's ever made this is the craziest thing i can't believe marvel let me do this so yeah this, this that might be the the sleeper behind dr strange because everyone's still hyped about dr strange and i think rightfully so you know sam raimi coming back and and all the, the stories you hear about it but so 2022 looks to be like a crazy year i'm so excited for thor like without a doubt and even the fact that we got you know just uh the the costume leaks and stuff like that like we're getting prime thor you know like which i'm really excited for and you know we're getting guardians we're getting a little bit of just a wide variety of stuff and you know how i feel about thor ragnarok so knowing that we're going to get that same imagination again i'm stoked but i think with deadpool if they're going to connect the dots, which, you know, at this point, Ryan Reynolds likes to be very creative and, you know, involved with those processes. If you remember how Deadpool 2 ended, it ended with him time traveling. Yeah. So they could find a way with him going through the time, you know, through the uh, multiverse, through timelines in that way too, ending up in branched realities, you know, like that's, it's yeah. just such an easy way to go, you know, especially now, you know what but I mean? But you like, see, in that movie, I mean, we're going to get down a real wacky rabbit hole now. That yes. movie, he can alter time. In the MCU, we're, we're, we're given that you can't technically alter the time. You can just return it to the, the branch. Like, you kill the branch off. Well, that doesn't matter anymore. Now everything is in pure chaos. So whatever we know, were led to I believe, still don't... I don't think that's yeah, going to be I don't the think, case now. I don't think you can go back and change something and then it would still be part of the right main timeline. It would just make another whack, another wacky branch. You well, wouldn't we be don't... altering the current movies, right? Well, he goes back and kills Hitler in the in that well, movie. He, go, he goes to kill Hitler. Doesn't he take care of him? <laughs> no, there's two versions. Isn't there uh, one version where he kills him? When he like goes to strangle him? <laughs> I, th- I, I guess maybe the deleted scene I saw, like he like takes care of him but yeah he did a bunch of stuff but again he could have just created a bunch of different timelines by doing that and then by the time he goes no no you're giving it too much credit because he alters time to end the movie he puts the coin in his pocket when he gets shot and that changes the end of the movie because he gets shot and dies in one in one version of the timeline right yeah but this, this is all happening after he he went crazy. There's no, there's no uh, you know, forget this it. This is also the guy that go, breaks the fourth wall. So, I mean, there's go really back no to the beach. There. Wow. <laughs> I guess this episode's over, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you. <laughs> I might go to the beach now at freaking 9 p.m. It's late. It's late. late for the beach. Go, for, go for some late swimming. You fucking beach bum. You're a pool <laughs> bum, you bastard. All right. I think that that's enough. That's enough of a show for a two for I've had enough of you for sure for a fucking week. All right. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, that's it. That's another MCU spoiler mania brother episode. And uh, we'll see you guys real soon for all time. Always. You jerk. Men tranen danser fasten stansen Når hun singer hun singer kom hjem Men tranen danser fasten stansen When she sings she sings come home When she sings she sings come home Men tranen danser fasten stansen Når hun singer hun singer kom hjem Men tranen danser fasten stansen When she sings she sings come home 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 I storms farte fjell Jeg vandrer alene Over isbriet tar jeg meg frem I eplehagen sted må jeg den vene Og synge Når kommer du hjem Men tranen danser fastere stanser Når hun synger, hun synger, kom hjem Men tranen danser fastere stanser When she sings, she sings, come home When she sings, she sings, come home To Sylvie, everybody! <laughs> Another!